Hey y'all, it's me, Queen J, back with another episode of Let's Get Uncomfortable. Now this one, I got some fire in my voice, I got some fire in my soul that I need to let out because I have been going through a period of just solidarity of my, in myself and knowing that I need to stand firm on my belief and my feelings and, and, and my thoughts. And how I handled a situation. Now, y'all know nothing has changed. Before we get even into the topic of of at hand, we're going to start with a bit of mindfulness. Because I need it this morning. And, and well, it ain't even morning because it is 1.45 mm, on a Saturday. Well, that's fine. I don't have anything to do today. I just wanted to record this, this um, episode for y'all because it's really near and dear to my heart. And it's something I haven't talked about. At least I don't feel like I've really touched on. So we're going to get into it. But before we do, like I said, we starting with a bit of mindfulness. So it is now time to pause, breathe, and relax. It is now time to reflect on our past and allow our past actions to stay there. It is now time for us to come into our presence and act accordingly. It is now time for us to take the lessons from our past and allow ourselves to move on and apply that to our healing. It is now time for us to take stock of everything that we have, everything that we have gone through, and allow ourselves to be receptive of new ways to navigate around our trauma, our our present, our past, and our future, and better ourselves day by day. It is now time for us to be grateful, hold a space of gratitude without judgment, only awareness, be aware of the actions that we've done in the past and come from a place of love and non-judgment in the present. All right, y'all. I really hope that that centered you. I hope that that gave y'all some peace, some clarity. I hope that that it grounded you and rooted you in a space where you can be receptive to what I'm about to talk about today. So for starters, I've mentioned that I have a past. I've mentioned that we all come from our unique individual upbringings because I'm not going to say we all have the same upbringing. But what I will say is I had a a unique upbringing and I've talked about that. But what I want to say is my involvement in that upbringing. You know, I was very loud, outspoken at the times that I needed to be. I was always direct. So that's not nothing new. What is new is the ways in which I react and respond now to when I become triggered or to when I feel unsafe. Now, in the past, I, and this is true story, true story, real shit, let's get, let's get uncomfortable. In the past, I had an anger management problem. 
I was angry with the world, angry with my upbringing, angry with my parents, angry with my family. I had a deep-seated rage within me that caused me to have a violent streak, caused me to be pretty much very chaotic when something ever happened to me. Somebody could be addressing me in a calm manner and I would pop off because I felt like the ways in which that they were talking to me were not acceptable for me, but I was a kid also. Keep that in mind. But it got to the point where I was breaking phones left and right because I was throwing them at the wall. If I got so angry, sometimes I would punch walls I would, because I felt like I needed something solid to hit. I needed that stability, but I couldn't find it in my breath yet. I couldn't find it in, in reflection yet. I couldn't find it in the journaling wasn't, it, it hadn't become my saving grace yet. It hadn't become that yet. So what I was doing, y'all. Somebody, let's say, for example, somebody was saying something along the lines of, Janae, you were completely disrespectful and blah, 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 and blaming me for everything, right? In my anger, in my rage, I would, if it was happening in a person, like in person, in my face, and they were attacking me, I would get upset and I would try to defend myself. I would try to say like, no, that's not what I was. That's not where I was coming from. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. But again, you can't do that as a child. The way that I was raised, I couldn't do that. So I'm still getting told, no, listen, you don't listen. You're disrespectful. You're a brat. You're a spoiled brat. All these different things. And I'm getting told that everybody hates me and my family as well. So all of that combined with unprocessed anger and no way to actually get the feelings out, you explode. You do eventually. So that person, whoever it was, they would leave the room and I would get so upset. I would wait till they like went downstairs until they were like nowhere near me at all. And I would just be so mad. I, I would cry and in, in, in the, in the tear filled rage, you know, I would throw my phone. Now, the first time I did this, I didn't expect for the phone to break. I'm going to be real, y'all. Like, the first time I did this, I was in middle school, and I was just so angry that I just threw it. I chucked it at the wall. Like, when I say I chucked it, I chucked it. I chucked it to the point where I didn't even realize that I threw it until it was out of my hand on the floor. It hit the wall. Luckily, the wall didn't have a dent, but because that would have put me in even more trouble. But this was at the time when... I didn't feel like I was being heard. I didn't feel understood. And my emotions were unable to be regulated by myself at that time. You know, I didn't have anybody guiding me to, to calm my ass down. I didn't have that. I didn't have a therapist. I didn't have the tools. We know how we talked about unhealed versus healing and versus processing. Yeah, I ain't had none of that. None of them tools existed, okay? This, is, this was bad bitch Janae before... <laughs> Before anything, before anybody could grab, gather my ass up, this was person who wasn't held accountable for shit. This is, or the person who was trying to be held accountable or people were trying to hold me accountable, but it didn't matter if they were holding me accountable. I was still going to feel the way I fucking felt because everybody didn't, they didn't understand. They wasn't understanding. So we was going to make them understand. But this is at a time where I was at home by myself. Something had happened. Something popped off. I threw my phone. 
in my anger, I threw my phone. I'll never forget the type of phone it was. It was like a little sidekick type of phone where it slides up and the texting is on the keyboard like that. It was, yeah, I'm showing my age a little bit. I ain't that old, but I just want to paint the picture. I threw my phone across the room. I was sitting on my bed. I threw it across the room. I actually threw it at um, my wall. My wall used to have like, I used to call it my me wall. It had my name on it. Anybody that had been to my house, y'all know what I'm talking about. I used to throw it at that. I used to throw it at that wall. So I threw it at that wall. I immediately get the fuck up because I realized if I throw my phone and the phone don't work, how the hell I'm supposed to talk to anybody or tell people what the hell is going on? So I can't do that. I I I immediately start to panic. You know, like I said, I was at home alone in middle school and. Phone is broken. And when I say y'all, it was broke. Like the slidey thing wasn't sliding no more. The little barrier around the phone was off. Like it was just broken. And I tried to put it back together. Me thinking that, oh, I could just, you know, stick it together and it won't matter. It's going to work. My mama won't know the difference. Or somehow, some way, I'll be fine and I'll be able to listen to music and I'll be able to talk to people like, it'll be okay. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. I kid you not, my mom came home. True story, for real. My mom came home and she was like, how did it break? And I said, I was so tempted to lie and say like, I don't know, I don't know how it broke. It just broke. I just Can you fix it? I was panicking. I was panicking. I do remember panicking. But I did tell her the truth. I said, I got angry and I threw it. And she said, oh, so you just thought I was going to replace it? I said, no, no, no. I didn't think it was going to replace it. I didn't think it was going to break. You see, I just thought it was a little chuck. You know, I didn't think it was full force anger and the thing was going to break. I didn't I didn't think that. So I learned my lesson at that time because I realized in the state of my anger, I had broken something that I genuinely didn't mean to break in the state of my rage, in the state of my mental well-being at the time. I had broken something that I genuinely didn't mean to break. I genuinely just thought like, okay, I'm just getting my aggression out. Not realizing that there are consequences to your actions. Y'all feeling me? There are consequences to your actions if they go unchecked. Regardless of how trauma makes you feel, regardless of how anger makes you feel, regardless of how someone causes you to get pushed to that brink, you never go there. And I learned that that day. I really did. And I did used to throw my phone. I think that was the only phone. No, that's not true. I was going to lie right there. That's not true. Because when I got into college, (laughs) when I got into college, in 20, I don't even remember what year. It had to be late 2017 or like, yeah, whatever. It don't really matter. The time frame don't really matter. I was in college. I was either a sophomore in college, I think. And, um, I had gotten into another argument, a very heated discussion, a very heated attack on my character, 
on who I on who I am as a person and and all the things that I've gone through. And I got so angry that all I saw was red again. All I saw was pain. All I saw was people not understanding me, people not hearing me, you know, me having trigger warning here, um, suicidal thoughts at the time, things that I felt were completely out of my control. I found in that night when I was in my dorm room and I threw my phone at my closet that throwing my phone, doing something where I was able to hit a solid object gave me a sense of control. It gave me a feeling of control in the moments where I felt like I was out of control. Not realizing that don't make no damn sense. I'm going to be real. I'm going to humble myself real quick. That don't make no damn sense. How you going to throw your phone to be controlled, to feel a sense of control when you just lost all sense of control when you threw your phone? That don't make any sense. I understood it. I understand it now. This is why I said reflection is very important. But um, I say all that to say, when I threw my phone in middle school, I was genuinely distraught like I was like oh my god oh my god I can't believe I did this I need to just come clean so I did I came clean of course me and my mom talked about it and she was like you have to get this under control I know you're angry at your father I know you're angry at these things and of course she didn't understand the severity of it at the time because again I was not telling nobody the only person that knew was a journal and it wasn't even a person. The only inanimate object that knew was a journal that I kept from when I was 10 years old. That's the only time anybody actually knew. And the people that were abusing me, of course. But, like, nobody knew the severity of what was going on internally with me until I turned 18. Because we're going to get there. We're going to get there. I'm jumping ahead of the story. But I threw my phone and I learned... A very valuable lesson that day. And I'll say it again. No matter how out of control you feel, how in a chaotic state you feel, you still need to be held accountable for your actions. So you know what my mother did? She found the humor in it because she saw that I tried to tape the phone together, y'all. I tried my damnedest to fix my mistake. I took tape. And I taped the phone together to try to keep it in place and put it on the counter. And I said, mom, cause she is a tech genius. My mother is an engineer. Um, and she knows how to fix things. She is an IT whiz. So I figure, oh, she works in IT. She can fix this phone for me. Well, let it be known that my mother came home that day. And was laughing her entire ass off. She took pictures of it. Showed our family members. Showed my dad. It was like, y'all. So Janae threw her phone. And we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But Janae threw her phone. And she tried to fix it. I just want y'all to see how bad she how bad she broke this phone and what she tried to do to fix it. Bless her heart, because this ain't working, and she ain't getting a new phone, but bless her heart anyway. Y'all pray for her, because she really broke this phone 
and she tried to tape it together. I'm just, yeah, we're going to keep it just like that. We're going to hold this as a memory for you because you're going to learn a valuable lesson today. Never again will you get so out of control that you harm yourself or you try to harm someone else. And then you try to repair it with tape. Never again will you break something that you didn't intend to break and try to fix it. Never again, because you can do that to yourself and you can do that to other people. You can do that to anyone. And my mom was saying, well, what if, what if someone had walked in the room and you were throwing your phone? You would have hit them in the face. Well, I said, but no one was home. She was like, but that don't matter. What matters is you allowed some argument to get you so worked up that you threw an object and broke it. Is the, is the room messed up? Did you break the wall? Did you put a hole in the wall? Because now that's your ass. If you put a hole in the wall, that's your ass. And I'm like, no, that didn't happen. I checked everything. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I understood in that moment. I can't just be breaking stuff. The things that I say, the things that I do have consequences. So, of course, I was grounded after that. A hundred percent. If y'all wondering what happened to me, I got my ass handed to me and I was grounded. Yes. Now, when that happened, I had to tell the story to my friends because my friends was asking me, Janae, why don't you have a phone? I've been texting you. I've been calling you. I was asking you if you wanted to hang out this weekend. I had to come clean. And that was the most embarrassing thing because I couldn't explain to my friends. This is why I threw my phone because it was so, again, the things that I was experiencing in the house was very traumatic. And I'm not going to go there, but it was very um, hidden and it was very personal for me to just be like, well, this is what happened. And that's why I threw my phone. So I just blamed it on because no one listens to me. And they were like, well, what are you trying to say? And I was like, something that my family needs to be really paying attention to. And that's where I left it at. But they were like, I've done stuff like that. I've never thrown my phone, but I've thrown things. I I don't think I would have thrown my phone. But I've thrown things. I've thrown stuff when I get angry. I, I, I get where you're coming from. So, but it was embarrassing for me because I never wanted to be the bomb. I never wanted to just explode. I never wanted that. But in that moment, I, like I said, I'm going to keep saying it. A lesson was learned. Your actions have consequences. The things you say have consequences. You can't just go acting like, everything's okay when things are not when you break something you need to own up to that you need to own up to that and I know you did your hardest to try to fix it with the tape but sometimes tape don't fix it sometimes it takes inner work sometimes it takes emotional regulation to not even get you there in the first place and it took me a long time to realize that because like I said When I went into college, I still was doing it, but I only threw, and this is so bad to say, I threw, I think I only threw three phones. And the only reason why was the same reason as the first time. I threw one when I was in middle school and I learned my lesson. I definitely did. I hundred percent did, but I found that it, it, it gave it got it got the attention. It got the attention of the person that I was trying to get the attention from. So 
the reason why it didn't stop immediately and I just, I kind of, so quote unquote, kept doing it was because I was trying to get her attention. I was trying to get their attention. If I got to throw something to get your attention and make you see what's going on, then I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I may not want to do that, but I'm going to do that. So in middle school, I did it. Um, in high school, I remember doing it because, again, so fed up, out of control, not even to need a sense of control at that point, just because I was so fed up with not being heard, not being seen, and not being appreciated, not being validated, all those different things that I just lashed out. So three phones. Got into college and did it and realized, how the hell am I going to tell people? Because they're supposed to come and pick me up. How are they supposed to know that they need to come pick me up? Well, this was when um, my phone was broken, but it was still workable. Um, and I was able to like send a message from a laptop and take a picture of my laptop and say, listen, I don't have a phone. It's out of commission. But I wasn't. I mean, nah, I was honest. I ain't gonna lie. I was gonna say I wasn't as honest. At one point, one time I had dropped my phone from my bed and it just completely shattered and I had to get a new one. That's besides the point. The point is emotional regulation is very important. And the reason why I'm even touching on this is because I have been there myself. And I keep seeing these videos all over my damn For You page and my Instagram page where these people are always talking about regulating your emotions. If you're angry, you need to probably go sweat that out. Probably go to the gym. Go hit a punching bag or something. Don't be punching people. (laughs) Right? If you're sad, you probably need to cry that out. You probably need to journal it out write it out something if you're depressed you probably need to reflect and get moving if you're really angry and it's a traumatic response and you and you don't know which way to go and 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 you you about to be in that fight or flight or freeze area or state of mind then you need to reach out to somebody you need to get your body moving you need to reach out to somebody and help them get your body moving. I'm gonna give you a prime. I'm gonna give y'all a prime example. This past week, that has that everything that I just named has been everything that I had to do. I'm not even gonna lie, because I was put in a place shortly after this big achievement. Shortly after, I was put in a place where I had to define and decide whether or not I was gonna react the same way that I used to. And I know I had an episode where I talked about reacting versus responding. This is where the emotional regulation comes in. If I were to react, then I would be engaging in an argument. That ain't what you want to do. Because nine times out of ten, that's not going to get you nowhere but negativity and, and stuff like that. And that's not good. And I've been saying that I am now rooted in the peace that I prayed for, that I once prayed for, that I once begged for and didn't think that I would ever receive or ever lived to see an experience and I now am rooted in that I'm grounded in peace and stability I have a foundation that I built through not just struggle but through lessons through learning through elevation through 
evolution, if you will, through going and doing the inner work, through therapy, through different kinds of therapy, through being becoming my own therapist and checking myself when I'm doing something wrong and not moving the way that I want future me to move. And I had to do all of that last week. I had to rely on my friends. I And not in a way where it was like, oh, I'm just telling them everything. No, it was, man, am I tripping? I'm tripping, right? I'm definitely tripping. I'm gaslighting myself at this point because what I'm experiencing can't be what I'm experiencing because we done moved past this. I have moved past this. So how we get here again? Oh, I'll tell you the answer because the person has not moved on and that's not on me. That's on them. Okay, cool. But then it becomes a problem when the person or the situation keeps coming up and I'm being attacked. My character's getting attacked. I'm starting to feel like, well, shit, let's get it. Let's get bucked. Let's start, let's start arguing. I don't want to do that. So you know what? I'm too rooted in this piece to let you disturb me of it and uproot me. So I'm going to take myself out of it. I'm going to take myself out the equation, let you deal with what you got to deal with. And I had to do that a hundred percent. So when I did that, I was able to literally sit on my couch and I looked back and I was just like thinking to myself and I said this out loud. I said, so how are we feeling? Cause that was some bullshit. And I was like, it was some bullshit. It was some bullshit. I validated that it was some bullshit that I didn't need to experience. And you know what? I'm going to let that person do them. And I'm going to go sweat this shit out at the gym. I'm going to the gym right now. I'm getting dressed. I'm going to the gym. I'm not throwing my phone. I'm breathing. I'm regulating my emotions. Because trust me, honey, I was pissed. Y'all, I was pissed. But I knew that if I gave the person what they wanted, it was not going to be good for me. And I'm all about keeping my peace, regardless of if you try to disrupt it. I said something the other day when I was on the phone with my good sis. I said, if I'm rooted in peace, how can I turn to chaos for answers? If I'm rooted in peace, I'm not turning to chaos for answers. I'm not. And what that means is specifically, if I am rooted in peace and love and light, I'm not going back to darkness and sadness and confusion. I'm not doing that. I'm going to stay rooted in this piece and I'm going to sweat this out. I'm going to journal it out. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to regulate myself. Because at the end of the day, the only person that we have control over is our reaction, our response, our emotions. We don't have shit to do else with other people's reactions and their responses. That is on them. And once I let that go, once I let the, oh my God, I don't want them to react this way. And I don't know how they're going to react. Once I let that go, immediately I was free. Immediately I, I felt the weight come off my shoulders. I was able to breathe and regulate my emotions in a way that suits me. It may not suit everybody else, but y'all cannot allow your pissivity, level of pissivity. <laughs> To quote my mom, the level of passivity to take you out of your element, to take you out of who you are and allow you to continue to do that because it's not 
helping you. It is destructive. And it's funny because ironically, me and my mom would go at it. We would, we would have our moments and stuff, but every time I needed to regulate, every time I would get to that point, she would tell me to breathe. And I would be like, what the, what are you talking about? I can't breathe right now. I just, I'm so angry because I felt like in that moment, again, you don't feel like you're being seen. You don't feel like you're being hurt. You don't feel like you're being valued. You're going to do everything to make sure that you're being heard, valued, seen, protected, corrected, all of that, all of that. Your feelings are going to start to over supersede everybody else's in the environment, not realizing that you're causing a destructive environment. And I can say that honestly, because I have been there. There were times where I was sitting there having a, like, again, a nice, peaceful conversation with somebody. And I'm over here on the attack because I don't know what this is. What you trying to do? What's what, you know, it's unfamiliar. But in the video that I saw on Instagram, just before I started recording, this woman was in the car and it was like a side by side video. Somebody was reacting to it. And this woman was in the car and she was like, Y'all got to stop letting the environment change you. Y'all got to stop letting the lack of accountability change your response. But this is what she also said. She said something along the lines of, no, I'm not going to let you allow your trauma, your feelings and everything else is that is 100% valid, but it becomes a problem when you take that trauma, your feelings and try to create a destructive environment. It's a problem when people have tried to hold you accountable for your actions and the things that you have said and you don't allow that to to actually happen. You don't allow the accountability to actually take place. It's it's all about you, your feelings. You don't feel heard. You feel invalidated. And you allow your invalidation to then cause harm to someone else. Because you don't see that that person is only trying to hold you accountable for the consequences of your actions. You can't just say, people cannot just say anything that they want without there being some type of consequence if it is wrong. If you start to blame somebody for your actions and your problems in your life and you really lack accountability, that's on you. That's not on them. That projection and, and everybody going about their ways and then projecting on the other people and then it's OV, it's dead, it's stupid, it's really dumb. And and before y'all come for me, I'm not saying that people that don't know how to emotionally regulate are dumb. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they come from this place because I can speak on it because I've been there. They come from this place of, well, what if I'm not being hurt? What if I'm not being valued? Because that's the fear, right? And they really are feeling invalidated. But what is wrong in that is when you then take that, oh, because you feel, because I feel invalidated, I am then going to play on that person's trauma play on that person's feelings, disrupt their peace, hurt them in malicious ways. And when they try to call me out on it, I'm not going to fucking listen to a damn thing that that person is saying. That is the problem. Because if someone is trying to hold you accountable for your actions and your behavior, 
Yeah, you can have, you are entitled to feeling invalidated and you are entitled to feeling, you know, those feelings are valid a hundred percent. But when you take that invalidation and you put it on somebody else and you then get out of pocket with your mouth, out of pocket with your character, your, your disorderly behavior, as she put it in the video, your disorderly behavior then becomes something that I need to correct. And if I'm trying to correct it and hold you, not even correct it, but hold you accountable to the things that you have said and the things that you have done, and you then say, I didn't do that, or that's not what this is, I felt invalidated, and da 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 yep, bye, click, I, because that's not what we're doing. If you want to grow in life, you got to understand that you need to take some accountability for the things that you do when you're pissed off. It can't be, oh, I was pissed, and that's why. And that's okay. No, 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 no. Baby, hear me when I say this. Your feelings are 100% valid. But what you do with those feelings is going to have some type of consequence. Especially if lines are being crossed, where disrespect is now being uh, taking place, where mental exhaustion is now taking place, and it feels like it's going tit for tat. That's not okay. Because now you're fucking with somebody else's emotions. You're fucking with somebody else's mental state. And that's not okay. But if y'all have a problem, and I'm speaking collectively, if y'all got a problem with hope, with people holding you accountable for the things that you do when you feeling invalidated and unheard and you want to just pop off and keep projecting and keep going down that rabbit hole, baby, that's not growth. I'm sorry to tell you, but emotional regulation is where that growth comes in. Because without the emotional regulation, I'm just spewing all my trauma on everybody else. I'm just projecting my pain onto everybody else because I want them to feel it. I want you to feel how I feel because I feel invalidated. I want you to feel invalidated also. I want you to feel that um, I wasn't heard. I wasn't seen. You're not being heard. You're not being seen. We're going to keep this cycle. We're going to repeat this. That's what we're going to do. And I'm getting real, real, like I said, let's get uncomfortable because for real, for real, you can't tell me that growth isn't uncomfortable because it is. It's unfamiliar. If we keep staying complacent and you keep doing the same actions and you keep doing the same things without consequences for those actions or people don't hold you accountable, you get to feeling like I'm entitled to every damn thing. I'm entitled to my own opinion. I'm allowed to to feel X or way. And you are allowed to feel how you feel, but it's what you do with those feelings. And I was told that when I was going off, my stepmother and my mother and my father, even though they knew that I was in pain, they always tried to tell me, Janae, get your emotions in check. That's your emotions. She ain't got nothing to do with that. That's on you. Okay, cool. You right. That whoever the situation is, doesn't even matter in life, in general, not just specific to me. But I remember those times where they would be like, Janae, stop with the attitude because it's not us. It's you. It, and it's not like you're, you're the problem. It's the fact that you don't know how to regulate your emotions. I had a serious conversation with my father about regulating my emotions because he saw me pop off. He saw me go down the, the rabbit hole and call everybody names and, and bitch everybody out and and basically become the opposite of who I am. And he sat me down and he said some of the realest things he ever said to me. He said, Janae, we feel pain too. 
And the problem is, we understand that you feel pain. We understand that you felt pain, that you've been through these things. But I think you forget in your rage and in your in your feelings that when you feel pain, we feel pain too. Just like you feel pain, we hurt too. It hurts us when you're hurting. It hurts us when these people have hurt you and we not have to come to terms with that. I can't just jump to your defense like that because I'm not there yet, you know? And when he said that to me, whoo, I lost, I was crying for at least two days straight because I was like, dang, I can't believe I inadvertently was causing people pain all this time because I just wanted to let it out. And that's, that's okay. You can let it out, but you also have to then the, and this is where the growth comes in. You also then have to reflect on it and be like, well, damn, I played a part in that too. I played a part in hurting somebody else because my trauma doesn't supersede anybody else's. My trauma doesn't trump somebody else's feelings as a human being. And not just my trauma, but my feelings don't supersede anybody else's as a human being. We all on the same playing field as that. We all got our own emotions that we have to regulate ourselves. And if you need help regulating those emotions, then you go see a therapist or you go find somebody that is able to help you regulate those emotions. Because sometimes that's the hardest thing to do in life, especially in healing, because you go, it's not linear. You're going to have some days where you want to beat a bitch bad. You're going to have some days where you want to just take everything. You want revenge so bad and you don't care how it's going to change you. You want you're going to have them days. You are going to have them days. But that's where the emotional regulation comes in. If you cannot emotionally regulate, then baby, there's no growth. There's no healing. If you cannot check in with yourself after you've gone off on people, then there's no sense in someone trying to have a conversation with you because you don't want to see right from wrong. You're so blinded by your rage that it's on a rampage. It's on a rampage and that's okay. And that and I'm and I'm saying this because there are levels to healing. I wish there were different. I wish I could name them all. I really wish I could. But when you first start to heal, you so angry. You so pissed off with the world. You so pissed off with God. You so pissed off with everybody around you that it's fuck your environment because everybody that could have helped you didn't. Right. But here's the thing. We forget that they are actually humans also. And they probably didn't see what was going on. They probably didn't know what was going on. We forget that. So we're so consumed by the rage. We're so consumed by the anger. And the fact that no one protected us when we were younger, the fact that no one protected us in these times where we needed to be protected. We're so consumed by it that we lash out. And that is a okay because that's what happens when you first heal. But if you get to the point where we're now going years down the line, you know, we're in this 20 something years or more. And we not, we not correcting the actions of ourselves. We're not filtering what we're saying. That rage is no longer going through a filter. We're not rooted in peace where, you know, it becomes this this crutch that we can hold on to and just say, well, I 
I am now becoming bitter. I'm becoming bitter because I didn't go get the help that I needed. But a lot of people don't even become self-aware and realize, okay, I'm becoming bitter. They just sit there and, and actually learn to coexist with that, with that, that energy and, and, and that feeling. And it sucks because I've been around it. But I understand that there is duality in life. And this is where, again, emotional regulation kind of stems from that duality of understanding like, yeah, I fucked up. I fucked up. But now I can emotionally regulate myself and I can say, well, I don't want to fuck up no more. It was a mistake back then. It was it was what it was back then. But this day and age, emotional regulation is very important. Now, I'm going to wrap this whole episode up with some tools that I, like I said, I touched on them a little bit. But I'm going to wrap this whole thing up with some tools that I use. So when it first happened, I hung up the phone. And I thought about what my therapist would say. And my therapist had told me. If you continue to fuel the fire, it's going to just be catastrophic. But if you walk away and you then regulate yourself first, then you are able to have a productive conversation. Hopefully, if that person's not willing to accept that, that's fine. That's on them. You've done your part. You have to control you. So I hung up the phone. I processed everything that was said. And I thought to myself, that really hurt me. It didn't trigger me because I don't get triggered anymore. That's the thing that when you become rooted in peace, you don't really get triggered anymore. What happens is you acknowledge, okay, yeah, that used to trigger me in the past. That used to piss me off in the past. And it hurts me that this person is saying it now because that's not who I am anymore, but I'm going to move forward. I can acknowledge that and just keep it pushing. I don't have to respond to everything. I don't have to react to everything, right? So I didn't react. I regulated myself. I went to the gym. Y'all, when I tell you I was at the gym for like three, three, four hours, I was at the gym. I was at the gym for a long time. When I got out the gym, I went to um, the store. I'm in the store and I'm just thinking like I'm breathing and I'm asking myself in, the, in my head. I'm like, how am I feeling? And I'm I realize that I am on the verge of crying and I'm also on the verge of punching something because I'm that angry and I'm that hurt and I'm that sad. And you can have more than one emotion at the same time. So I decide I'm going to come home and I'm just going to journal. I'm going to journal out my thoughts and I'm going to. Allow my thoughts to get on this page so that they're not so scatterbrained. I allowed all my thoughts to get on the page. I even dated the, the journal. Okay, I did that. Third thing that I did throughout all of this was I accidentally bumped into some friends. But before even going to the gym, I called my good sis and I said, what you doing today? Are you are you working today? Can we uh, meditate? Can we do some meditating? Because I needed to regulate my emotions, right? I was so angry. We ended up going on a hike. But before we even went on the hike, I ran into a good friend at Target. My good sis, my other good sis. I ran into two good sisters in one day. I was so happy. I expressed a little bit about how I was feeling. 
I got some validation on what the experience was. Then I went to the hike. The hike was beautiful, glorious. We wasn't planning on hiking, y'all. We, we was planning on meditating, but we ended up hiking instead. We had to get some aggression out. So we was hiking, and it was beautiful, glorious. We spent time in nature, and we sat down on a tree, and it really rooted us in the experience that we were having. Separate but similar. And then I went home, and I took myself a long bubble bath, a very long bubble bath, because... Not only had I worked out the aggression, but I sweated out all the tears that I had planned on crying later on. I had expelled all the rage from my body within a full day. I didn't stay at home, crumpled up on the couch, watching TV and overthinking the fuck out of it yeah I maybe overthought it still but I overthought it in a way where I was able to self-regulate myself as I was overthinking like well maybe this person is right maybe this is maybe that's how I actually present myself and I dealt with a lot of doubt and guilt that wasn't mine to carry for this entire week and today Saturday September 9th 2023 I was able to wake up, put my big girl panties on yet again, and say, not today. I'm giving that guilt back to the person that it belongs to because it's not mine to carry. And that's a part of emotionally regulating myself. I don't have any reason to feel guilty for something that I did not cause guilt for. Something that I did not actually do. I didn't play a role in it. It was projected at me. It hurts. But I have been doing my damnness for myself. It's not fair for me or you, if the listener, to take on other people's emotions because you have the ability to do so if it harms you, if it harms you. Just because we have the ability to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes does not mean that we need to keep walking in them. Yes, we have the ability to put ourselves in someone else's shoes and feel what they are feeling, but that does not mean that they have to become our own feelings. And I struggled with that for a really long time. 